This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. All right. So Leah met this guy, Kevin who is, uh, he's like the brother of a friend or something that works with, I don't know. Third cousin of somebody. Yeah, there's some connection there. But anyway, she met him at a Christmas party, and uh, she was into him, like, at first sight, because physically he is her type. You know, he looks kind of hipstery was the term you use. He's got a little bit of a scruff. Pretty cool guy when she finally works up the courage to talk to him. They end up hanging out all night, and then uh, they say goodbye, but they exchange numbers. And then when she goes home, she texts him, uh, uh, what did you say? Like, good night, or hey, it was nice meeting you. What What did you say to him when you texted him? <laughs> yeah, I said, nice meeting you at the party. I hope that's not the last time that we'll get to talk. Oh, well done. And then he responded, <laughs> and then the next thing you know, you're, you're back in a full-blown conversation that leads to, hey, why don't you come over? <laughs> yeah, I kind of like that. Okay. Pretty much. The two of you hook up. And the way you describe it is it was very it was actually very romantic, despite how this this would sound to someone who wasn't there mm-hmm. like me. <laughs> yeah, it was just it was just like a movie. It was perfect. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. But then she never heard from him again. Let's find out if it was as perfect for him as it was for her. <laughs> Calling Kevin. <laughs> I want to see what this guy thought of Leah. Uh, hello? Uh, hi, is this Kevin? Yeah. Hey, Kevin, it's Jeff Jennifer at Q102. You got a minute? Uh, sure. Listen, we don't want to take too much of your time, but we have a we have a mutual friend. Okay. And she's a <laughs> big fan of yours. She called us and told us all about the two of you meeting at the Christmas party. <laughs> Would okay. you be okay with coming on the show and, and talking about Leah? What? What does she want to? Well, what she talk? nothing bad. Just she really enjoyed meeting you, and and she was very impressed with you meeting you at the party. And and uh, I guess you eventually later that night, after texting back and forth, wound up back at her place. Uh, no complaints here. Wow. We're not here to embarrass you, so d- don't think that. <laughs> okay. It's just that she was. I think she was bummed when she hadn't heard from you again. Uh, not that you owe her anything, but I think she just thought when it was over, yeah. that there would definitely be some communication there. And since she hadn't heard from me, she was kind of confused. She didn't want to come off like a stalker, but at the same time, it was just yeah. it just left her wondering what happened there. And now we're kind of curious because she's a friend, and we were wondering if you could fill us in. Uh, well, yeah, it was a great time. Um, I really liked her. I mean, it was really crazy. I've never really had a night go like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ended well. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, really 
really well. Like something, I mean, it was really crazy. It felt like a character in a movie or something, but it just got really weird uh, later on. Like really, really weird. Uh, on the same night? Because, yeah. Um, once, once I like sort of, we were getting to know each other better, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I realized that she, like, doesn't shave uh, under her armpit. Oh. Uh, oh. That's gross. And, uh, yeah, I mean, like, at all. Like, the hair was really long. Um, like, I've never seen it uh, on a girl look like this, which is fine, which is, I mean, I'm not, like, going to immediately... Mm judge anybody like i'm willing to be like okay like that's cool but also it was dyed r- red like what? super bright yeah like really like christmas crazy. red like, like a fire engine i mean yeah like violently red wow um, why and i just never i i literally i mean i, I thought i was like, getting pranked like it was crazy <laughs> i've never seen anything like that and uh i just didn't i didn't know what to say it was so awkward like it just sort of I, I didn't know what to say. I couldn't like I couldn't stop looking at or thinking about it, but I didn't want to bring it up. And all right, mm. I, I don't know that that would send me running. I guess I would have to see it. Yeah, <laughs> and Jeff would like to see it. Yeah. He's very curious. You at need this a point. photo. I know. Listen, so- uh, Kevin, we're we're not trying to ambush you here, but we do have Leah on the line, and we wanted her. Uh, well, we wanted okay. her to hear you be as candid as possible. And so now I got to ask you, Leah, what? Tell me about this armpit hair of yours. Is this a statement? Is this a fashion thing? <laughs> Are you European? What's the What's the story with that? <laughs> It's not it's not a big feminist statement or anything else like that. I normally don't shave anyways in the wintertime because it's not like I'm... Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Running around and tank. Well, I'm not running around in tank tops. It's it's cold outside. So kind of defeats the purpose. Um, And I actually, I work in the hair care industry and... It's the trendy thing right now. I know it seems weird, but it, it's it's a cool thing to dye your armpit hair. So Is it I really? We did this story. Yeah. You don't remember the story? And there were pictures on Facebook. I've and... already forgotten. Yeah. Uh-huh. We tuned yeah. out stuff like that on purpose. It's the thing. <laughs> I saw a picture of a girl with hot, with bright pink, like fuchsia. No uh, Yes. And what do you, so how long, like, how much of a garden do you let grow there? I yeah, mean, for real. Is it just like a little scruff, like you were describing his beard, or are we talking like full-grown <laughs> forest Like there? flowing. <laughs> it's definitely more than, more, more than a scruff, but it's not a forest. I mean, armpit hair doesn't grow that long. Okay. And I, I trim it. I just don't completely shave it huh. every single day like I would in the summertime. That mm. is crazy. Is it long enough that you can braid it? Like, oh, geez. No. Oh, I, I didn't know, like, if you added barrettes to it or something. I didn't know. Barrettes. <laughs> that would be very uncomfortable. They have those under your arms. Right. 
Yeah, sometimes I like to put a scrunchie underneath my heart. <laughs> <No>. Right. <laughs> a little hairband. <laughs> I'm curious, though. Do you take care? Like, do you shave your legs? Do you shave, like, you know, other parts of no, your body? Or is she, it you, you don't shave at all? I mean, I, I will shave in the summertime when I'm going to go somewhere, out to yeah. a party or something. But in general, I just don't really shave. I'm gotcha. totally cool with body hair. Okay. Did you consider that, gee, you know, I got a guy coming over. Maybe I should shave this. Or did you forget you had it? Did you not think he would care? What was going through your mind when he was on his way over? Well, I didn't expect to meet somebody that I clicked with so well at the party. And I honestly didn't res- expect for him to respond back to me so quickly. So yeah. I think I was just caught up in, you know, the movie atmosphere of it, that he was texting me back. And right. I know he was at my place. And then... I just didn't think about it after that. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Dude, I've been running around like a maniac, yeah, shaving my legs, shaving my armpits. <laughs> sure. You know, waxing my lip. So how committed are you to this look? Is that, Would this be a deal breaker for you, Leah? I mean, it doesn't bother me. I would have shaved it off that night if he had just said that it, you know, it was an issue. I actually ended up having an allergic reaction to the dye. So I ended up having to shave my armpits anyway. Oh, so you don't have any. Oh, that's funny. You know what's funny to me, too, about him is, like, he was kind of grossed out by the armpit hair, but he hooked up with her anyway. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, Kevin, what about that? (laughs) I mean, that's a good point Um, in retrospect. uh, I don't know. I mean, it wasn't that it, like, grossed me out as much as it just was so strange. And I kept expecting her to, like, mention it or something. And she never did, and then I couldn't bring it up, and it it just got too awkward. Like, I couldn't—I yeah. I didn't know what to say. He's I in the moment, I can too. tell you, as a man, you're so invested. Unless it's something really bad, you just power through. Yeah, why is, might yeah. as well. It's a moment. I, and honestly, I didn't—like, it wasn't like a thing where I was like, oh, I never want to see this girl again. But it just—you um, know, if I hadn't felt like that, I wouldn't have done it, but— you know, I didn't. I didn't know that. I, I still liked her and everything. It just, I just couldn't stop thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I don't know. Are, are you guys up for going out on a second date, uh, Kevin? Now that uh, we know absolutely. that she's, yeah, yeah. I'm sort of. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I've, I've been feeling like a jerk, honestly, and I'm, I'm. I'm sort of. I mean, this has been awkward, but right. I'm glad this happened. I, I've been wondering. Like, it's been driving me crazy just, like, wondering about it, so. Well, Leah, you, you totally could have taken it that way, too, and I think it's cool that, you know, you're flexible on that. Oh, definitely. I mean, I know that even though it's it's something that's cool in the hair industry, it's not cool to everybody else, so it, oh. it doesn't bother me just to shave it. <laughs> okay. Well, then, Very cool. Good. We, we yes. got a date, then. We got a winner. Great. Yes. Nice. Yay. <laughs> it's better. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So I'll tell you what I'll put uh, Kevin on hold. We'll have we'll we'll arrange this through him and uh, Leah. You'll be hearing from Kevin soon. And thank you for coming on the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. We appreciate it. Hey, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Hey, you, you got bet. It. Okay, Kevin, hang on. All right. If you want us to do a second date update, call for you, 513-749-2320. Oh, and tomorrow, yes. 755, there will definitely be a happy ending, no matter how the date turned out, because we've got a $500 happy ending for you tomorrow. All right. It is 715 with Jeff and Jenna, Q102, coming up some of the day's news that didn't make the news, the five men's costumes that will make you look like a jerk. And the best and worst cities for foodies. It's time for some of the news that didn't make the news this morning. The five men's costumes that'll make you look like a jerk. And the best and worst cities for foodies. 
It is Thursday, October 13th of 2016. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Before we get to those stories, the real estate website Zillow.com puts out a list each year of the best cities for trick-or-treating, and they base it on things like the crime rate in that town, home prices, how many houses there are compared to apartments, and here we go with the top 10. Number 10, Columbus, Columbus, Ohio, uh, followed by Seattle. Portland, Oregon is number eight. Denver, Phoenix, Los Angeles, Milwaukee, San Francisco, San Jose, California, and the number one city for trick-or-treating, Philadelphia. Philadelphia. They must give out full-size candy bars. Well, the neighborhoods are densely populated in Philadelphia. Okay. The houses are close together, so you can go from house to house pretty Quickly fast. Quickly and safely, yeah. hopefully. And they, you're right. They must give out full-size candy bars in that town. My neighborhood sure has changed. I mean, when we first moved in there, all the kids were about Jacob's age. So there were just a ton of kids, you know, like two years old up to 10 or 11. And it was just nonstop. Yeah. Now they're all driving, and they don't want any part of it. They, they want nothing to do with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't matter if I do king size anymore. All right. Well, I'm not sure what guy would want to would want to wear any of these Halloween costumes. Uh, you would think they're pretty much guaranteed to turn women off <laughs> and moss. But just in case you would want one, here you go. A little public service announcement for you, gentlemen. Some men's Halloween costumes on sale right now that'll make you look like a jackass. <laughs> Number one, the Seymour Boobs Seymour <laughs> Free Mammogram. That's the name of the costume. Seymour uh, spelled S-E-Y-M-O-R-E as, sure. as if it's a, a name, right. proper name. Seymour Boobs Free Mammogram. It's a box that goes over your head that says Free Mammogram <laughs> and has a cutout in the shape of boobs oh, for your face. Oh, so dumb. Okay. Genie in a Lamp. This one is an Aladdin vest okay, and a huge magic lamp, and the lamp mounts around your waist so that the lamp is in the so position can... where your junk is. Yeah, rub, okay, so if you rub, rub my magic genie, rub gotcha. lamp. And yeah. it says, rub me oh, on the go. side. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's another one. Frank the Flasher. Uh-huh. Frank the Flasher. Uh, you get a trench coat. A gray wig that looks like male pattern baldness and a flesh-colored bodysuit with fake junk. Okay. Let's see. Uh, There's one I can't say on the radio because it crosses the line. Hey, can you give us a hint? Um, Yeah. It's, uh, It's actually a very lazy costume. It's really just a white lab coat with the name embroidered on it, but the name I can't. Is it another Seymour? It's it's Dr. Seymour. I can't say the last name. Because that'll give it away. And uh, I probably shouldn't say the profession. <laughs> and finally, adult droopers. Adult droopers. Ah. You get a white granny wig, orange Hooters shorts, a cutoff shirt that says droopers, and fake boobs hanging out. Hanging out. Yes. So there you go. Uh, what else? What else? What else do we have here? It's 728. I should probably take a break. Coming up, best and worst cities for foodies and a happy ending for a kitten who survived Hurricane Matthew. More news that didn't make the news is coming up straight ahead. I don't know. Do you consider Taco Bell authentic Mexican food? I know you go to a lot of Mexican places, Tim. I do not. No. But that doesn't mean it doesn't taste good. Oh, it's still good. Oh, it's very delicious. It's just... (laughs) 
<laughs> arguable if you would consider it authentic. Right. Well, apparently in South Korea, they've dropped that pretense. According to Taco Bell, 10% of their sales in South Korea come from a kimchi quesadilla. A kimchi quesadilla. That is a tortilla stuffed with chicken and fermented vegetables. Oh, good. I know. Holly loves kimchi. Ugh, the least bit appealing. She loves Well, she was raised on it. That's... Well, and Fritchie loves it, too. Well, she's weird. I like kimchi. (laughs) I don't know if I want it in my Taco Bell. I don't know if I... I, I've never had it, but just the description of it makes me say, I don't think it would be... Anything fermented in vinegar. Oh, man. That's your thing? You love it. Mm -hmm. Even though it's popular there, they don't think it's going to be brought over to the U.S. It is designed specifically for South Korea. Uh, For what our customers, Taco Bell says, and the culture of the market is looking for. But if we're talking about food, whether when you think of diverse cuisine, Orlando, Florida probably is not the first city that would come to mind unless the diversity you're looking for is a choice between chain restaurants. But apparently that stereotype is all wrong because Wallet Hub just released the 150 biggest American cities by how good they are for foodies. And Orlando, Florida came in first. Maybe Epcot Center <laughs> is doing it. There you go. You can visit how many countries right there. That's right. Mm-hmm. The rankings are based on factors like the number of restaurants per capita, their prices, restaurant diversity, food trucks, farmers markets, craft breweries, food festivals, cooking schools, the cost of groceries. And I'll give you the top 10. Number 10 is Seattle. Um, let's see, Richmond, Virginia came in at number nine, followed by Salt Lake City, St. Louis. Uh, let's see, Cincinnati made the top 10. Nice. We are number five. San Francisco is number four. Uh, Tampa, Florida is number three. Miami is number, oh, I'm sorry, uh, Cincinnati is number six. San Francisco is number five. Tampa is number four. Miami is number three. Portland, Oregon is number two, mm-hmm. and Cincinnati is number one. And remember when or I Orlando said when I got, I'm one. sorry, Orlando was number one. And remember when I got back from Portland, Oregon, mm-hmm. and I said, listen, Cincinnati is a foodie town. I travel a lot. We have a diverse, strong food mm-hmm. scene here mm-hmm. of good quality stuff. But I said Portland, Oregon rivals that of Cincinnati. And looky there. And look at that. They're number two in the country. You Orlando surprised, surprised me. Is Tampa a surprise to you? But you really weren't much of a foodie when we lived there. I wasn't, but I've gone back since then, and I've discovered some really great places down yeah. there. Yeah. And some are places that were there when I was there. I just wasn't aware of them at mm-hmm. the time. Uh, worst city for foodie is North Las Vegas, Nevada. Mm. And then a lot of like small towns like Grand Prairie, Texas, and... You know, Aurora, Illinois, and places I guess you wouldn't normally mm-hmm. expect, you know? Right. Uh, what else do we have here this morning? Let's talk about 741, so i got to squeeze this stuff in here. Someone outside of Raleigh, North Carolina, rescued a four-week-old kitten they found out in the middle of Hurricane Matthew last week. And photos of it have been going viral because they brought it to a PetSmart, and one of the employees put it in a tube sock to keep it warm. 
and they Aww. cut little armholes in the sock. Oh, well, it's just tiny little four weeks old. So the kitten looked like it was wearing a turtleneck, Aww. and people <laughs> dubbed it Tube Sock Sweater Kitten. <laughs> well, a woman who happened to be in the store posted the photos of it on Sunday and then posted an update after a young couple with kids walked in looking for a kitten and adopted it. Uh, apparently, they got it for free because it had not been processed by an animal shelter or anything. So it still needs to be fixed and microchipped. Uh, she said they seem like they'll take good care of it. And before she left the store, she saw them walking up and down the aisles buying stuff, including a big fancy litter box. So nice. that is something Sweet. to be happy about. Something to get excited about. All right, 742, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Coming up, we got the best friend game. Also, questions you probably should not ask on a first date. It's all straight ahead with Jeff and Jen on Cincinnati's Q102. All right, Cincinnati's Q102. Jeff and Jen, it's 821, and we're looking at scattered showers this morning and then partly cloudy and cooler this afternoon. We'll see a high around, uh, looks like 65 today, so a little cooler than what we're used to. Right now it's 56 with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. So questions you probably should not ask on a first date. Mm, I bet these are some doozies. Yeah, a recent survey was asking for the number one question people wish they could ask on a first date. And here are probably the seven best they came up with. These are questions you wish you could. Okay. We'll see if I would be willing to answer them if someone were to ask me. All right. Who are you voting for? Uh, well, I don't know. So, yeah, I would answer that. <laughs> I'd be like, oh. Throw it, my hands up. <laughs> I don't know. If you knew, would you answer? Probably. Yeah, probably. Because if I knew, I would feel confident in my decision and I would be able to explain it. Yeah. I know. Mine changes literally by the hour. Yeah. I don't know. It's frustrating. It's horrible. It's awful. (laughs) Uh, Number six, are you religious? Yeah, I'd answer that. I would say, no, I'm not religious. I believe in God and I have faith, but I wouldn't consider myself religious. I'm very spiritual. (laughs) What's your favorite Old Testament book? Yeah. Yeah. I don't get into the business of religion. But I, but I believe in God. My faith is important mm-hmm. to me, if that makes sense. And if one of you is not, would it be an issue? No. Not for you. How about this? How many kids do you want? Or do yeah. you even want them at all? I've, I've been pretty upfront about that. Yeah. I'm done. I got one. Do you want to get married someday? Maybe. Listen, I've been married twice. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not going to say no because I learned a long time ago, never, never say, say never. never. Right. But you're good. <laughs> and listen, I believe in marriage. Yeah. I think marriage is awesome. I really do. And I think some people are really, really good at it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So don't let me talk you out of it. Right. Don't let me dissuade you. Right. Do you have a criminal record? No. Yeah. No, I but I've been arrested it. before. Right. But we've talked about that, too. Yeah. Uh, what else? Yeah, because that, that'd be a deal breaker for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. How many people have you slept with? Now, a lot of people think that this is too personal to ask. And I don't know that everybody knows. 
Some people have lost count. You can ballpark it. I mean, I think it can be ballparked. Well, let me ask you this. These days, and you know, age plays such a part in this, too. Because, I mean, if you're, if you're 40 years old, that's a lot of years of dating. So if you've slept with, let's say, a dozen people and you're 40, that's nowhere near as... A dozen at 23? Yeah. All right. I'll accept that answer. So, I, you know, I, I don't know if, if an average of one per year, per years you've been dating, is that a good, or is there even a mathematical equation that would work? Or do you reset if it's been so long? Right. <laughs> yeah, if they said 50 or zero, you might not be interested anymore. And how many is, do men think is a lot? Because I know this number change has I'm not the changed. one to ask. Uh, <laughs> For women? More than three. Nice. <laughs> Seriously. What would a woman have to say to you for you to be shocked and you go, wow, that's a lot? Um, I don't know. Maybe more than 15. That would be the line for you? I haven't thought about it. See, that's one of those things that I don't want to know. I don't care what you yeah. did in your past. I don't care either. I don't want to know. It's bedroom. Good answers. Do your thing. Everyone's got a past. Yeah. You, you do your thing, whatever Good it was. Good answers. Yeah. I, I'm not saying it to be cool. I really don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> because you don't want it to turn around and you have to answer the same question. What? Uh-huh. Something wrong with these headphones. I can't hear anything. Uh, let's see. Number one. Number one. We all want to ask this question. How much money do you make? That's my favorite question to ask listeners on the show. Yeah. Whenever we do occasionally, we don't do it often, but uh, every once in a while, we'll do, how much money do you make? And people call in, they don't give their name, and they, mm-hmm. you know, they don't give their name or the company they work for, mm-hmm. uh, but they say, uh, this is this is my job, this is what I do, mm-hmm. without saying where they work, right. and they tell us what their salary is. I'm, I'm fascinated by it. I could listen to it all day. Right. I don't know why. A few other money questions that made the list. Do you own property? How much do you... I could tell you. I don't think that's too personal. Sure. Yeah. Uh, How much do you have in savings? Mm, No. (laughs) (laughs) Immediately, my alarm bells go off. If somebody asks me that... It's like, what? Yeah. What are you digging for? What are you looking for? Yeah. I mean, how much money do you make out of all of those questions? But there's there's a better... There's a classier way to ask that. Hey, what do you do? Yeah. If you say, "Oh, you're a you know a financial analyst for Fifth Third," uh-huh. I can. Oh, I, well, I don't need to ask now. You if can you say, "Oh, I'm out. a part time, you know, cashier at Dollar General." Yeah. Then I can also make an assumption that maybe you're not making seventy k a year. Maybe you're independently wealthy. That's true. And you do it because you love it. That's right. I think that's such a funny question. I mean, I can remember years when I was doing middays, I was doing 10 to 3, and this guy came up and had had a few drinks, and he asked me how much money I made, and I just started laughing. I said, how much do you think I make? And what do you think? He said $800,000 a year. He was lying. Did he really think that? (laughs) He really thought He thought you made that kind of money? Wow. Yeah. I mean, I don't think people have really any idea. I drive a Pontiac, people. <laughs> I don't think, you know, they can even ballpark what our salaries were. So that makes me not want to tell them. 
You know, because... Yeah, I mean, when somebody asks me how much money I make, it just feels like an opportunistic question. Right. Or if they say, how much do you have in savings? Right. Yeah, that makes me think, well, what do you want to do with my savings once you mm-hmm. <laughs> once you get your hands on Do you on own a or rent? Plan? Right. Uh, what's your credit score? Now, see, I'm okay with that question because you're trying to assess how responsible this person is or what kind of financial mess they may or may not be in. Well, I ain't answering that one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. All the more reason you should ask him. <laughs> Um, and another question, how much debt are you in? Look, I don't need to know how much you make. Uh-huh. I don't need to know how much you have in savings. Right. But I want to know your credit score, and I want to know how much debt you're oh, in. Oh, wow. Because if this relationship progresses and we get involved. Oh, her debt becomes your debt. That's right. Mm. 813 and two mortgages. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Very well done. Well done. So what is the most surprising question you've ever been asked on a first date? I th- you know, I can't think of anything that anybody's asked, but I haven't been knocked over by anything that's been asked of me. But I can remember I did that eight-minute dating thing with Fritch once. Oh, yeah. Remember that was that? fun. I enjoyed that. I know you enjoyed that. Everybody enjoyed that, except yeah. us. <laughs> and I'm sitting across from this guy, and he's just kind of sitting there just kind of looking at me. And I can remember I asked him, so what do you do for a living? That's personal. <laughs> really? That's right. What part of town you live in? Personal. <laughs> he didn't and he want wouldn't it. answer any. He what was that about? Where he lived. I don't. Was he know. just trying to be a jerk? Did he not want to be there? Did somebody drag him there? I have not a clue. But it was the most awkward exchange I've ever experienced. Maybe he was a ringer. Maybe they because put him in there put to, him in there challenge to you. throw us off. Right. I guess. And I don't even remember what we ended up talking about. Did you ask him, are you looking for a wife? <laughs> I don't even remember what I asked him after that. I was so floored. Sorry, ma'am. That's classified. I know. I might have liked him. So what kind of music do you like? Right. Yeah, my favorite, it may not be the most surprising that I can think of off the top of my head, but my favorite is when they ask me, so tell me why your marriage ended or, or tell me why your last relationship went That's bad. That's a good question. I think it's a great question. Mm-hmm. And I always tell them the truth. It's their fault. Sure. I was completely innocent. Yeah, no. I didn't do anything wrong. I was perfect, and they're just dumb. No, but I do. I, I think that's a good question, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it makes you think. 513-749-2320, what is the most surprising question you've ever been asked on a first date? Cincinnati's Q102, Jeff and Jen, A37. Scatter showers this morning and then partly cloudy and cooler this afternoon. We'll see a high around 65. It is 55 with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. All right, here we go. These are, uh, you know, it's funny because we kind of tease this as questions that you probably should not ask on a first date. Right. But a lot of these are questions that many people wish they could ask on yeah, a first no date. no kidding. I want the answers, but I don't necessarily want to answer the questions. Right. Yeah. Um. So here we go with some of them. Some of them included, in case you missed them this morning, how much money do you make? Mm. Uh, let's see. How many people have you slept with? Uh, another one was, do you want kids? And uh, this one going straight for politics, who are you going to vote for? Mm-hmm. How fun is that? I mean, I don't... I'd answer most of those questions. Yeah. I would. I think I would, too. The, how much money do you make would probably be the one that would make me... Set off alarm bells? Uh, not necessarily set off alarm bells, just that's not something I would necessarily want to share out of the gate. Yeah. It's intriguing. We have an interesting job, and I think that 
it's just natural for people to wonder. To wonder, yeah. But it is something that, yeah, not, and we don't need to talk about that right. quite, quite yet. Yeah. I'm curious, too, though. I, wanna, I, I mean, I want to know. That's why we do What Do You Make? Because I'm nosy like that. Yeah. I think if I didn't work in the public eye, I'd be more likely, if I, if I was an accountant, I would be more likely to, to disclose that. Right. Uh, let's see here. Chelsea, what is the most surprising question you've ever been asked on a first date? I had this man ask me if I can make myself lactate because he has a fetish. (laughs) (laughs) I was so embarrassed. Did you say absolutely? (laughs) Hell no. Oh, that is awesome. Did you end the date right there or... No, we sat there for longer and drank. Oh, but my I, God. I eventually did go home and never talk to him again. Wow. That is hysterical. All right. I should probably cross that off the list. That's mix, That's messed <laughs> up right there. All right. Yeah. Man. Thanks for listening. I love it. <laughs> Thanks, Appreciate guys. It. You guys are awesome. <laughs> You're awesome. Rebecca. Well, on our first date, I was asked for my social security number. Oh. Really? They want, yeah. to, want to run a background check on you or steal your identity. Yeah. They asked for my ID because they wanted to see my age, and it uh. did not have the social security number on it. And so <laughs> then he asked for that. Wow. And and when you asked him why, I'm sure you asked, why would you need that? And his uh, answer he was? He just wanted it. That's what he said. He yeah. just wanted no it. No explanation. No. Wow. And why do you think he wanted it? He's a little creeper. I don't know. I think he wanted to steal your identity. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Something weird. Yeah. Glad you got out of there. How long did you hang out after he said that? Oh, that was upon me leaving. Oh, okay. I Good. <laughs> yeah. And ah! Rebecca, what are the last four digits of your social security number? <laughs> <laughs> zero, 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 zero. There you, there you go. go. Good Thanks answer. for listening, Rebecca. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye. Appreciate See it. See ya. Lisa. I was asked a couple of years ago if I got married, if I would take the man's last name. Oh. And it was surprising to me that a guy would mention the M word on the first date. Yeah, thinking that far ahead. And that's such a detailed question. And kind of an odd of all the things to be worried about. Yeah. Like, hey, before we go any further, and and I don't even want to know if you want to get married or not. I'm more concerned with if you get married. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Will you take his last name? Wow. Right. Fascinating. Yeah. Would you be open to him taking your last name, Lisa? Well, we're engaged now. <laughs> oh, look at oh, you. Oh, that's funny. The same well, guy? The same it. guy that asked you that question? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's funny. I he was, yeah, I thought he was just throwing a bone out there trying to get some false hope up on the first date because who really talks about marriage on the first date? Did you ever ask and him why he asked you that question? Oh, now I know, just because he's just a very traditional kind of person. Right. Okay. So who's, well, I guess if he's traditional, then I assume you'll be taking his last name. I am. Uh, I'll, I'll give him that. All right. I get to make every other decision, but. <laughs> yeah. Well, congratulations. Yes. Thank you. All right. Take it easy, Lisa. Sarah. Yeah. Uh, most surprising question you've ever been asked on a first date. Okay. So it was a like blind date kind of thing and the guy had asked me what was my favorite position and would I like and um then he said well do you like would you do a backdoor kind of thing and I'm like um no and I was very uncomfortable after that and I was just sitting there like 
can we please leave? <laughs> is it time to go yet? I guess he was just trying to cut to the chase. Because if this yeah, isn't going to happen, then he, he knows it's probably not going to be a second day. <laughs> right. There you go, yes. sir. What do you know? Thanks for listening. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. And are we going on our second date? <laughs> After that comment, it's not going to happen. Mm, probably not. 843 scattered showers this morning and then partly cloudy and cooler this afternoon. High of 65. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.